Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, and speaker. Really looking forward to today's chat on Well Played, which is part of On Podcast Media Network. Today we have with us John Spike, and we are going to be chatting about board games over the extended table of the internet. That's right, folks. We're not talking about video games here. We're talking about board games, card games, these kind of things that you could play here in Corona or if you're listening to this podcast in the future and Corona's solved, you can play it with your friends that are out of state, your, your old college buddies. The way you said that, it sounded like we live in some sort of kingdom called Corona. It's very oh, it threw me for a second there. That would know. be a lot better than what we actually live in, John. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very <laughs> true. <laughs> All right, so uh, John has been on the show several times. He is a good friend of mine, fellow Wisconsinite, and uh, also much cooler game player than I am. Uh, but all, all in all, still likes to play games. So here he is on the podcast going to be talking about some games with me again yeah glad to be here michael i think we i don't know if i'm getting typecast as that other like nerdy wisconsinite board card game player then we come on and just talk about all the nerdy board card games we play but i like it i like that i've become typecast as that it's fitting john you're like i said you're way too cool way too cool (laughs) to be typecast that like i'm i'm sure no one else knows that you like board games except except (laughs) except this tiny corner of the internet (laughs) it's a corner i'm happy to be in there you go there you go all right so uh this idea right like this idea of play by mail is not something new uh but it's something that i think all of us have sort of dusted off a little bit to uh refresh ourselves a little bit here in corona trying to figure out ways to sort of connect and play over the internet with with some friends and family uh, what, what's a way that you started to do this here in Corona? Yeah, we were, we were kind of talking before the show and, and one of the really neat things that's happened is after I graduated college, I kind of drifted apart a little bit from a bunch of the, the guys I live with in college. And one day one of them sent me a link to a site called games by email. And he said, Hey, they have a bunch of random games on here. Risk. Um, history of the world and uh, they've got uh, Axis versus allies and you know diplomacy and all these different games and so basically they just you sign up via your email you get you know people together and when it's your turn you get an email with the board and your options and you take your turn and then the next person's up and so we fired up you know a couple of games of you know risk or as they call it gambit so that they don't get sued and uh, you know the Instead of history of the world, they called empires, and we fired up a few of the games. And what what's really neat is I actually, growing up, I feel like I never finished a game of Risk like live because we just get into a stalemate and like forget, you know, where we put the pieces after a long play session. But <laughs> having the having the 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 site do it for you is great. And the other cool thing too is because it's on the like it's an internet based game, you can have kind of more advanced features like. They have a version called Dark Risk where you can only see like the pieces or the immediate spaces around you instead of the whole board. You know, normally risk, I kind of know where everybody's at. And then in Dark Risk, I need to kind of position myself so I can keep tabs on everybody. So it's like kind of a secretive game of risk. They added like airstrikes where you can 
if you hold certain cards, you can strike a faraway place. You don't have to be right next to it. So there's like all these fun twists. They've almost remixed the game for online uh, to change it up. And then we, of course, you know, have our back channels too. You can kind of back channel deal. Whereas like if you're playing risk, you can't really try to mediate and like do any backhanded planning. And like, you're all right there at the table. Yeah. So now we've got like text messages going back and forth. Like, Hey, you know, how do you want to do this? You know, you want to partner up. We have mutual interests in the Middle East or something. And uh, you can kind of be planning that. And so the, the most fun part of it is afterwards we talk about all the alliances we'd formed and where they crumbled and who said what and have a good laugh about it. So uh, it's been a really fun way to reconnect is playing these games that require, you know, some politicking, but also are enhanced actually by the distance uh, and, and let us connect. So. I like this. This uh, well, I mean, there's a lot to unpack there. So, yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, once again, uh, remind us the website again. Yeah, th- this one's called Games by Email. I think there's tons of sites doing it, but that's kind of the slow play turn by ter- uh, you know turn based games where you you know just sign up and get alerted when you're up. And the, and the, uh, that website will do all the heavy lifting for you, so like you don't have to like have your board. You're not like mimicking the pieces. Like John said, he moved three tanks over here. <laughs> no, it it just sends you. You know, when I get that link that it's my turn, I open it up. I see the board. I have like all these buttons for my options. You know, where do I want to allocate my troops? Where do I want to attack? Where do I want to fortify? You know, am I done with my turn? All of that is handled uh, via the interface. So it's really nice. That's awesome. Uh, I like it. And you said there's a lot of choices of games on there to, to do, right? Yeah. I haven't looked at all of them. Uh, my, like I said, my friend kind of, you know, turned me onto the sites, uh, but we've explored a few of the different titles and they all work really well. Uh, you, you sometimes have to go out and kind of, you know, they've got a basic rule book on the site, but you kind of do have to read up just on the original base game, you know, especially like when we were playing Axis versus allies, trying to capture that all on their little site was tough, but just researching the Did game. Did you actually They're, finish that game? Uh, we're still in the middle of our first one. It's getting pretty intense, but I am losing it for the Allies. Like I am. Which country I, are you? I'm Russia, and I I had a few just failed excursions into Europe. Uh, it is not history is not <laughs> repeating itself very well. <laughs> that is uh, for anybody that doesn't know that game. It is a very long, like I don't know. That's like a five hour game, like six yeah, hour you, game. It's actually better, I think, to do it over email because, yeah, if you try to do it in a sitting, like you might, you 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 may not never go home. Really, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, and uh, Russia, by the way, I mean, is the hardest country to play in that game. So, give your, cut yourself some slack. They have the least amount of industrial production certificates, and they get hammered. I mean, like it's set up to have Germany hammer some of your most valuable land immediately yeah that's uh you just describe what's happening uh yeah it's pretty accurate <laughs> yeah yeah that's a tough one to win and if japan jumps on board uh you're done so i hope, was hoping hopefully they they're not listening a, I, I was hoping they'd take an isolationist approach uh but i don't think that's in the spirit of this particular board game <laughs> that's awesome uh so that's cool i will say uh similar uh a game that i used to play in college with like over the internet with zero like software handling it for us like 
we had to update this stuff and do it all by hand because <laughs> the internet wasn't awesome yet, really, uh, is, is the answer here. Uh, is a game called Diplomacy. Uh, I, I don't even know. That game's super old. Like, it's... Yeah. What is it? Like, I have no idea. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google it right here on the show, people. Oh, man. Diplomacy Pause. game. Uh, Pause for effect here. What do we got? Diplomacy game. Uh, release date. Suspense is killing. Suspense. I mean, it's holy cow. You got to guess. 1935. 1954, but it wasn't commercially released till 1959. I was going to say the game was in the 70s, which I thought was already oh, yeah. old enough. But I, I went extreme based on your reaction. So <laughs> I should have done more poker face here, but it's radio, so it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> uh, all right. So, yeah, this game kind of risk-esque, except instead of collecting like hundreds of little cubes on the board, uh, each team only gets like five, three. Actually, I think it starts with three, uh, three units. And uh, by having that unit in that land, like that represents that you have an army there and it's big enough. But uh, the interesting thing about this game is every, all the all the moves are simultaneous. Right. Which is so cool, I think, that like you have a negotiation round. So if you were playing this by mail, you'd say like all moves have to be in by like Wednesday or something. And then, you know, we'd be doing all these back channel deals like, John, you're going to support my army doing this to attack this yep. guy. And like, <laughs> I promise over here, I'll do this. And when we cut Russia up, well, oh, sorry, that's a soft spot for you. <laughs> uh, you know, we'll carve something else up uh, together. Uh, then all those moves get submitted. And then one of us had to go through and like fix it all up. But now that the internet has upgraded itself to 2.0, uh, there is a site called Play Diplomacy, which will do all of that for mm -hmm. you and and even give you all the back channel like areas to talk. Such a great game and one that I have actually played in my classroom with students. Uh, I've introduced students to that. I have not this year yet, but as we talk, I'm more and more like, why not do that? <laughs> yeah. That seems pretty awesome. I, it's funny you should bring that up. Uh, I made uh, we were reading the most dangerous game, uh, the short story. I don't know if you've ever read that one, Michael. Um, it's a lovely, lovely tale of a guy who washes up on an island where a gentleman hunts men for sport. Uh, it's a real, it's kind of a romantic comedy, I'd call it. Yeah, uh, that's nice. Yeah. Nice light. Yeah, it's a kinda. light and frothy one. I lead off usually the the year with it, you know, just to let them know it's a dog eat dog world out there. Um, sometimes literally, uh, and, uh, so I made, I made a little game like that. It was kind of like diplomacy. They could talk and, and, and coordinate, and then they had to make their move on the island, you know, and they could do things like trap or, um, attack a spot or yeah, go together with someone or tell somebody they're going together on it, but actually backstab them and, um, just got them kind of in the mindset of the short story, but it was really fun to coordinate. And it was kind of like that. I'd have them all submit their moves and, but after a, like, mutual mutual tampering period where they could you know talk and plan and coordinate everything um not really in secret like they'd see each other going and, and like trying to broker with each other so it got kind of awkward but we used um, to play diplomacy in high school uh 
and man did things get like heated i mean like that was a game because it's all the entire game is negotiation based right which is so cool and like you said something that actually can kind of help us out in this moment where like we kind of yearn for connection right now and like to have a reason to sort of like fire off kind of a witty funny email to somebody trying to convince them to like join your alliance or do something or support you or whatever all the while with the tension of is john gonna share that email with somebody else like like now it's written proof that i said john let's backstab turkey uh this is this is tough but uh man because all of the moves were simultaneous there were so many times in high school like (laughs) you know like john's telling me he's going to support my troop which means i should win this attack right but then like oh john like why why didn't you what why didn't you write the support and (laughs) then then uh I don't know. It got extra nasty. Like then when we were dividing up the pizza for that night, like John didn't get as much pizza. As... Just like he didn't get that chunk of Russia. He was proud. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Like, see, like it's quid pro quo, but like you, you didn't, <laughs> uh, you didn't bring your, your game. So, uh, yeah. but it, it's uh it's a good game that I definitely recommend people check out. And again, uh, that's free to play on play diplomacy. Uh, the game handles, seven players up to seven players so again it's free and i believe there's even like a teacher mode or an observation mode so you could have if you wanted to run it with your students or something you can kind of observe three or four games if like seven obviously isn't (laughs) isn't your class size yeah that's a classic one uh so what else you got going on here well, I know we we were talking about this this platform as well beforehand, and you and I have each used this one. I don't know if you used it pre-pandemic. I had not, but uh, we talked about Board Game Arena as Ooh. well as a, a great platform. These are some good suggestions. I hope people are writing it down. So, like, let's <laughs> again. I mean, we're like halfway through the podcast here. Let's 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 remind people of the sites. I just said play <laughs> diplomacy. You yep. said. Uh, games by email games by email uh-huh. and now we're talking about board game arena yes uh, three awesome sites that i hope yes like you in 15 minutes check out all three of them <laughs> but but not yet not don't don't leave us yet <laughs> i'm gonna tell all of you that michael will put them in the show notes even though i have no control over that but i'm gonna put them on the spot like, yeah you are putting me on the spot <laughs> dang michael may or may not put them in the show notes but well, uh, yeah board game arena uh is, is really fantastic because it's, it's kind of a platform that has both a free and premium version and the free version allows you to kind of get in and and, and make an account and, and try out games and, and really high fidelity versions of existing popular board games uh, out there the the couple that i played are, are ones that we own but we just wanted to have an easier way to facilitate them rather than you know like webcam on the board trying to communicate with people uh we played uh sushi go uh which is kind of a just a um like a card swapping you know card swapping game where you try to pair you know cards together kind of you know get the most valuable tricks you know in front of you on the board uh sushi with a, fun, a great game sushi theme yep and then uh, of course coup a great secret role game where you're trying to eliminate your opposition using some secret character roles um, that you can tell the truth about or lie about and so another great just online game where you you get to be kind of playing you know 
you know, that poker face, you know, that, that we talked about with some of these other games, like, do you trust the person to be It's a little thematic. Who is a great game? It's a little thematic version of BS. Yes. That's a great way to put it. Is what what I think. Yeah. There's these different roles and you're constantly saying like, I get to do this because I'm the Duke (laughs) and like anyone can call you out on that. And if not, then I get to do the thing, whether or not I am the Duke. Yeah, it's got a role role playing and BS had a had a child. It'd be coup almost. Oh, <laughs> like you're like almost. Almost had a child, yeah. Because <laughs> close. Because those one. are inanimate objects, and they don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I wanted to keep it PG thirteen here on the Well Played Podcast. <laughs> uh, so yeah, a board game arena. I really love uh to answer your question i did not know about it pre-pandemic as somebody that like owns a bajillion board games (laughs) and have been lucky enough to find people in my life that also enjoy board games and live close (laughs) enough by uh i usually pre-pandemic got enough of a fill of board games Mm -hmm. in person that i wasn't really looking for an online right substitute but who and when corona hit I will tell you, John, just you. This is between you and me. I'm going to whisper so no one hears it. Uh, my two hobbies, one, cooking food, and like with people, for people, and playing board games, <laughs> both got hit real hard, John, real hard. And there there hasn't been some sort of cook-by-mail you know yet 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 so uh yes i did quickly jump online and try to figure out like what there has to be something out there and there there are a few things and this one i stumbled upon pretty early and really liked uh enough that i did buy the premium version which by the way is super cheap the premium version yeah i want to say it's 20 bucks for the year and if you have a premium account, you can invite as many other people and yeah. they don't have to have a premium account. So it's like truly like one of you can buy this <laughs> and play all sorts of games. Um, and like John said, really like done well. Like the implementation yeah. has been pretty slick. And and much like your story about play by mail, I have never done this before. Like I've never really like thought about board games in this way but it's kind of nice to have one like running in the background, you know, like, <laughs> like, oh yeah. Like and I'll get a little email. It's like, Hey, it's your turn on board game arena. I'm like, Oh cool. Like in, you know, in this little downtime and in like, I know in 20 minutes I'm free. Like I'll go make my turn. And then maybe it takes you five more hours to another turn. Maybe you're at your computer <laughs> and you answer right away. Like, yep. but, uh, there's some really good ones on there, and I they have recently added one of my favorite two-player games, ah, which is a great thing to play by mail or play on board game arena because <laughs> it's only like you only are waiting on one other person, right? Sure. Like it's not that long to get back to you, uh, and that is Seven Wonders Duel. Yes. Yeah, they just added that, I don't know, like a oh, month, month ago. And so I, good. I've already played like three games, and I'm currently <laughs> in the midst of playing two with two different friends. <laughs> yeah, and I know you and I have mused about how great that game is, but then to have it expanded where you can play that 
anytime, anywhere is is fantastic. It's oh. it's pretty nice. It's pretty yeah. nice. Uh, what else did I play on there? Quantum. Quantum's a really oh, good game. Oh yeah, I yeah. dig that one. Uh, people would people would like that. It was a good iteration as well. Um, I did one one other one. Oh, I did uh, uh, Stone Age. That was actually oh yeah. That was really good implementation. And then the last one I did was Clans of Caledonia. That one is actually a really amazing implementation. However, asterisks for most of you people out there that are not heavy board gamers. That that one's that one's a bigger that one's a bigger <laughs> game, people. That's a bigger game. So I wouldn't recommend starting with that one at yeah. all. At all. But it's a great game. And and this is also um, so you were you were kind of slow playing them on board game arena. You said you were doing a slow play. Okay. Uh, yes, actually, all of the ones I played. Uh, yep, yeah, it was just sort of whenever this gets done, it gets done. And there are days where I take like ten turns, and then there mm-hmm. are days where it's like, oh, I forgot to log in, and tomorrow I will log in and take my turn. Yeah. So it was interesting because you and I, I've actually used it mainly when we're getting together with friends like to do a video call and we fire that up too. And we're actually like kind of chatting while we're playing and real time reacting. So we'll actually play like so Sushi Go or like, in real time. You're like you're at the table. I mean, Yeah, yeah. But I, I haven't I haven't done that one as much for the slow play. But I, I it's cool that, you know, it can really work for both you know, desires, kind of the asynchronous and synchronous nature. So it can really fit with what your goal is, you know, with your your gaming crew or your family or friends. People, it sounds as though John and I are going to play a game of Seven Wonders Duel. So now I'll, I'll be in that three at the same time. <laughs> oh, man. It's only going to spell disaster because if you've ever seen that, like the movies where like the guy in the park is playing like six games of chess at once, <laughs> I'm not that good at board games. I enjoy board games, but I'm not that good where I can be playing three games of Seven Wonders Duel and win them. Uh, all, all this does is give me a chance to possibly win one. Like I might have a win ratio of like 33%. Like that, that could be a thing. I think there's an episode of Simpsons where where Bart's doing that, and then like people are gathering to watch him, but then like it cuts to like four people in a row saying checkmate on him, like he lost all four. Like all well, these people just kind of scatter, like after seeing that. I think yeah. that vividly is look at the that, boy that playing like four too. games of chess. Checkmate, 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 checkmate. Just losing all simultaneously. Oh yeah, that would be that would be me as well. I I, I I'm not I'm not all there, especially if you think about it like. I'm trying to picture playing like four games of diplomacy and trying to keep my like plans and alliances no, straight. To be no way player. could I do it. No yeah. way could I do it. Maybe like Seven Wonders Duel, but not like a yeah three or four games that are heavy on the the, the back the back channel negotiations and plotting for sure. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not for me. Um, so board game arena, like I said, is cheap and pretty cool and they have definitely i would say over the corona days they have definitely like upgraded their servers i think uh yeah because at the beginning (laughs) i i would try to log on and it would say like there are no more slots left for you to like log on (laughs) and you're like what yeah uh but i haven't seen that in a long time so i think they they well i think they've made a lot of money on (laughs) COVID. But you, you you had a really good piece of advice for those of you thinking about it. If you have a regular group, splitting like one 
person in the group to get the premium is a really great way to go because then you kind of have it assured that you've got access to what you want to have access to and that that person can start the game and get you in. Uh, so that really does work really well. Board Game Arena. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing it up here. I want to see. <laughs> I don't know. Probably in case they raise the prices. Well, that's. I was like, kind of. I'm like, ah. These are they things I probably should have done before the show. <laughs> but uh, alas, here we are. Uh, I don't even know where one finds that now. Suspense is killing me again. There are 4.9 million opponents. Oh my gosh. This is quite a large community. Uh, Which just goes to show just the absolute love of uh, board gaming that's really emerged in the last decade or two here, I feel like. This is true. Mainly spurred on by Michael Matera and his book, Uh, Podcast and Podcast. I don't think that's (laughs) accurate (laughs) at all. Do they give a Nobel Peace Prize for board game awareness? Uh, no. Ah, I, I was wrong. It was not $20. It's $2 a month. Well, so $24. You monster. That's true. I know. I, your Nobel Peace Prize has been revoked. Ah, uh, that's sad. I had a shot at winning <laughs> something. I've never won an award. I, d- I just want to clarify, peace was spelled P-I-E-C-E, like a board game piece. So it was like a knockoff Nobel. Uh, I feel as though, John, you and I need to give those out. <laughs> Nobel Peace Prizes. Yes, just this, this, this needs to be figure. a thing now. Uh, for anyone that's made it this far into this show, uh, please go on to the YouTube and leave a comment if you want John and I to give out Nobel Peace Prizes per year. Uh, we will we will jump on that if we get... How many? How many need to write a comment for that? 17. <laughs> Does that do it? That's not realistic, is it? <laughs> Uh, I've I just never... wanted to have a really arbitrary number that wasn't a multiple of five. So, all right, you've heard it. Seventeen need to comment. <laughs> this is on my YouTube channel, season four, episode thirty-three. <laughs> if you guys go on that YouTube channel and comment that you want us to give out Nobel Peace Prize awards, <laughs> who we'll do it. Uh, All right, so here we are winding into the end here, and we have a little reflection time. And so let's let's do this. Are you ready for this quote? I think I am. Really? Well, now I'm having doubts. (laughs) Now that you you, kind of double down on asking me. I know. Uh, So... John already knows this quote because John John wanted to know ahead of time. That's only that's only partially accurate. <laughs> J- John found this quote. <laughs> I like this quote. Uh, the real learning comes from the debriefing, not from the game. What what do we think about this one? 
Yeah, this this one's always kind of stuck in my brain. I could never really remember the the verbiage to it, but uh, I like this version. Uh, I think there's some truth to this uh, this quote. I do think the conversations we have about the experience can be really powerful. And some of my favorite parts of games are talking afterwards. I mentioned it with games by email. Sometimes it's most fun to actually pull back the curtain and like find out what went down, and then learning from that to apply to the next round. I feel like I get to know my friends better, uh, their tendencies, their, you know, what worked for them and uh, talking with them, too, about what they noticed about how these, you know, powers work, how things are balanced. It's it's sometimes that conversation is more powerful than actually playing, uh, which I think this quote speaks to. Uh, for me, that that's I mean, like we can poke at the quote a little bit and say that it's not true. Like we can obviously learn from the game <laughs> yeah. itself. We can do that. Yeah. But I think for us gamers, there is such like a power in that conversation. And when you are with other fellow gamers who want to sort of debrief to that level, uh, I mean, some good friends of mine and I can sit there for a good long time debriefing a game. <laughs> and then even like, the next day sort of like if you bump into him and be like oh man i'm still i'm still churning about like this activity <laughs> or this idea or i should have done this combo or whatever but uh that to me as an educator gets me pretty darn excited about like if we could design experiences that have that same sort of churning in the head where it's like oh man i could have done this if i would have moved this here or done this there you know uh and I think we can get there. I, I truly believe we can get there. Um, I think a lot of people that have gamified have had moments of those. Like you've, you've seen it. You've seen like, wow, <laughs> that can work. Uh, now trying to get that on a consistent basis, on a daily basis. You know, a lot of times people ask if my, you know, if every moment of my class is gamified and the answer is no. I mean, like I, I have not reached that level of <laughs> being able to gamify every moment. But uh, but again, I think we can get there, and I think there is such power in, in a in a game that makes us think well beyond the game. I think that's an important message too to take away is don't forget after the game to create a space to talk about it if you're using these in the classroom, and just with you know with friends, just asking them point blank, you know what did you notice? What do you think? Was balanced? You know. What was the game changer that you saw somebody else do or you did? I don't know. I love um, it. Get that conversation going. I love it. Well, John, thank you so much for coming on Well Played once again. Thanks for having me. You bet. Uh, everyone else, thank you so much for joining us on Well Played each and every week. Remember, season four, episode 33. We want 17 comments. <laughs> Uh, I think that would be hilarious. All right, everybody. I hope you have a great rest of your day and continue to play on.